Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato and this is Sprint Day at the 2023 Sao Paulo Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pit Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And on today's episode, Max Verstappen beats Lando Norris to first place in the sprint, but only just. Norris made Verstappen work for it, finishing less than five seconds behind after threatening to get within DRS range for most of the race. But what happened to Mercedes and Ferrari? Neither car was really up to the task of challenging for the podium in the warm Saturday weather, but could cooler temperatures help matters on Sunday? And XF1 driver Felipe Massa appears in the Interlagos paddock, a somewhat uncomfortable occurrence given the Brazilian is suing F1 and the FIA for a title he says he lost unjustly 15 years ago. So to talk us through Sprint Day in Brazil, let's hear now from your host, it's Julianne Serasoli. They are talking about changing the shadow, they are talking about reverse grid, but I guess we can all agree that if there is one solution for fixing the sprint weekends, it would be to have them all in Interlagos, wouldn't it? We had action from start to finish, as always, in Interlagos, although the result, okay, it wasn't really a surprise, because Max Verstappen took the lead right from the start. He overtook first place Lando Norris in the first corner, Uh, Lando actually said, I didn't even have time to think if my start was bad or if the second phase of my start was bad. Everything happened so quickly and then he was in front of me. And then Max only controlled the pace to win another race. After the race, you know Brazil, everybody loves Lewis Hamilton. He's an an honorary citizen of the country. So uh, Lewis is supported in Brazil as if he was really Brazilian. But for Max, I noticed that this year there is more support for him. So when he was giving interviews after the race, there was a lot of people cheering for him and singing for him. So it's definitely not as much as Lewis Hamilton, but there is a lot of respect and a lot of support for him. But Max said he will be one of the drivers going to the Sao Paulo Grand Prix this Sunday without knowing if the sprint was really a preview of what to expect for the race. This is not what usually happens, right? Usually uh, the sprint race is a rehearsal of what we're going to see on Sunday. But in Talagos, drivers are experiencing a big difference in performance depending on the track conditions. And they will change again in the race. This Saturday's sprint was marked by the heat and track temperatures exceeding 50 degrees even. And the forecast for Sunday is not only a few degrees uh, lower in Interlagos, but also cloudy weather. So that should cool the asphalt considerably. Max said in the race this Sunday will be very different from what it was on the sprint. Because we're going to have more fuel, of course, lower temperatures. 
and this will change things. It's not guaranteed that what we had today will happen again tomorrow. And it's also true that Lando was less than two seconds behind us the entire time. And it's not as if the McLaren driver was pushing to try to beat Max Verstappen. Norris said he was surprised in a very positive way by the pace of his car and he recalled that he had not yet done a sequence of more than three laps this weekend until the sprint. So he said it was much better than he expected, especially because he started saving tires from the beginning. And this pace is a good sign for tomorrow for him. He said, let's make way because he will start in P6 after making a mistake in qualifying. I don't know if it was my impression, but on the grid, I sensed Lando was a bit tense. At some point, he drank a bit of water and then he wanted to go to the toilet straight away and his engineer grabbed him. No, no, we have to have an engineering meeting now. Maybe it was all the attention, all the cameras around him, but I didn't think it was 100% Lando being Lando on the grid today. But let's see what he can do tomorrow because everybody is watching for Norris after the sprint, after this, the pace he showed. His pace surprised the Mercedes drivers who had one of those days with full of unknowns about their car. Lewis Hamilton left the car saying, oh, this car is a nightmare because sometimes it's good, sometimes it's really, really bad. I'm counting the days until I stop driving this car. That's what he said after the sprint. Lewis fell behind in the sprint and he blamed tire wear. He said his tires were gone straight away. So for Sunday, he doesn't expect his life to be any easier. And his teammate George Russell didn't suffer to the same extent, but he also didn't like Mercedes' performance, especially against McLaren, and has doubts about what kind of performance he will have in the Grand Prix. He's starting further back because he had a penalty on Friday. So for Sunday, Hamilton starts fifth and Russell will start in eighth position. He called the tires black magic because sometimes they work and sometimes they don't work. Even a slight change of temperature will change completely the tire behavior. So he knows it will be colder this Sunday, but he doesn't know if that's good or really bad for the Mercedes. Russell made some very good moves in the start of the race, but later on he was overtaken by Lando Norris and by Sergio Perez, who regretted having lost so much time with Hamilton at the beginning of the sprint, also just wearing out his tires. But at least Checo finished third and then he got four more points on his battle with Lewis Hamilton. Another one who also left the sprint in Sao Paulo surprised in a different way was Charles Leclerc in two ways. He was in a positive way. He was surprised because he expected Mercedes to be much better than what they were. And in a negative way, because of what Norris managed to do following Verstappen very closely. And what we also found out is that If there is one team that wants to see these different conditions this Sunday, it is Ferrari. Because like what happened in the Mexican Grand Prix, both Charles Leclerc, who was fifth in the end, and Carlos Sainz, who was eighth, had to do lifting coasting in the straights 
to lower engine temperatures. With less heat on Sunday, they will be able to show Ferrari's true pace. And let's remember, Leclerc will share the front row with Verstappen at the São Paulo Grand Prix. It's so easy to forget the grid. That's the one thing that I find really hard in the sprint weekends with the way they are now, because it's so detached, the qualifying from the race. First row tomorrow will be Verstappen and Leclerc. And the second row will be Lance Stroll and Fernando Alonso. So today they started further back and were recovering. So this was very encouraging for Alonso. He said, when we arrived in the, the fight for positions with other cars, you could see that we had something extra in terms of performance. So that looks good for tomorrow as well for this Sunday. And Fernando was a bit cheeky talking about his incident with ex-teammate Esteban Ocon. This happened in the sprint shootout. He said to the Spanish TV that Esteban is still immature and never changes the way he sees things. And also other things never change because Esteban started behind me, finished behind me, just like last year. So it's all the same. Another highlight of the sprint was Alfa Tauri doing really well in Interlagos in the same way that they did in Mexico. But you could still know they were saying that they don't know exactly why they are doing so well. He was sixth in the end, overtaking Lewis Hamilton, actually. And he said the team doesn't understand the reason, but it is a reality. In the race, the Japanese driver will start also in sixth position and Ricardo will start in the seventh position. The Australian driver really regretted the way he attacked Sainz during the race, leaving room for him to regain position twice and said that his homework for Sunday will be to study the best overtaking tactics for Interlagos. I was surprised to see Felipe Massa in the paddock this Saturday. He joked that he jumped the fence to get in and even being inside the F1 paddock, he was happy to confirm that he would take F1 and the FIA to court if they lose the November 15th deadline to reply to the letter his lawyer sent weeks ago. Drivers don't talk about this whole 2008 championship case. Uh, Stefano Domenicali, if you're going to interview him, he's going to veto your question about this case. Nobody talks, there's complete silence about this in the paddock. But Massa says... He won't give up. Finishing on a lighter note, for the second year running, Interlagos has a boteco area in the paddock. A boteco would be the Brazilian response to an English pub, I would say, where beer meets good food. But it's a different kind of food. Uh, food is a bit closer to the Spanish tapa, is finger food. Uh, the place has been full all day inside the paddock. It's all free, of course. And people who have been following this week's podcast since Thursday can say, how about the fruit stand? Have people forgotten about the fruit stand? No, the coconut water was over before 1pm this Saturday. So a huge success. That's it from Saturday in Brazil. Let's see how this expected drop of temperature would influence the tires this Sunday and hope this means we'll have not only a great sprint, but also an amazing race. Ciao, ciao.
Thanks very much to Julianne, who's in Brazil all this weekend, bringing us the latest from the Interlagos paddock. Make sure you don't miss an update from the Sao Paulo Grand Prix by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. While you're there, check out the Pit Pass Motorsports blog, powered by Podium Life, featuring racing articles and motorsport industry news. You can also keep up to date with goings-on between episodes by following Julianne on social media. Just check the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.